Hello, Douglas Austin III here again with Blurred. Um, today I want to talk about comics and uh, some of the comic book movies. Uh, at the rap party for the for the play I co-directed, The Defiance, um, me and uh, my best friend and brother, freaking collaborator Dante Felder, um, and one of the mentors from the Inamon, uh, Tariq Ibn. Al Hadi got in a debate about the, um, who the the preeminent Batman was, and Dante Felder always always goes with um, Christian Bale, and my opinion about that is that's not the preeminent that's not the 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 correct Batman, that's Christopher Nolan's version of what he thought Batman was a rich guy with a grudge. Now. My opinion is the 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 best Batman, the preeminent Batman was, in fact, Michael Keaton, followed by Ben Affleck, and I'll tell you why. I can I can already hear some people groaning. I can already hear I can I can hear it. Um, Michael Keaton, one was an interesting and a and a and a and a long shot choice to be the Batman. Because primarily, he was primarily known as a comedic actor prior to being in the Batman, being in Batman, the 1989 um, Tim Burton film. And what he what he did was nothing short of astounding. Um, he was able to show Bruce Wayne's brooding kind of nature and his um and his mental issues that he is dealing with, because he hinted at it when he's talking to when he was talking to Vicky Vale. I've tried to avoid all this, but I can't, you know. Um, and and Christian Bale was not. There's things that Batman doesn't do. Batman doesn't drink. Um, well, I mean, he, you know, he did in, in the dark in uh, Batman, but primarily Batman doesn't drink. He's abstinent. Um, he never goes out in daylight because you can see him. You can fully see the Batman. You can see that he's just a man in a suit. Um, but in at night, you, that's why he wears a cape because you can't see his body, right? And that's why he has the his bat emblem is normally uh, outlined in yellow because that's the most protected part of his body. People go for the body mask when they shoot the bullets when they shoot their guns. And they shoot at the at the emblem because his chest is protected. And the thing about um, Christian Christian Bale's is that he was more more militarized, and and they they preempted um, all the training that that uh, Bruce Wayne actually went through by just saying he was trained by the League of Assassins, which in no shape or form was true. He did have a romantic um, uh, interest in Talia Al Ghul. Um, uh, Ra's al Ghul's daughter and they have a son um, but no one knows if he was brainwashed or if he actually was in love with her but the whole the whole thing is uh, the whole thing is bat, you know, Bruce Wayne trained to be the best at everything the best gym, gymnast the best uh, martial artist he was considered to be the most dangerous person alive in the the super the 2000 um, relaunch of the Justice League when the uh, original Justice League members took over um, the the Justice League membership um, uh, Earth was was being invaded by the White Martians but they were in disguise and what and the person that figured out what they were was Batman 
He figured it out like two issues, you know, an issue or two prior before everybody else did. Why? Because it was so simple. They jumped. Him and Superman were flying. And Batman was telling Superman why he didn't trust some of the newer Justice League members. And it was that they hadn't been trained. Superman underwent training through um, from Batman on how to do certain things, how to have a secret identity, how to marshal, you know, because Superman was primarily known as a powerhouse, but Batman helped train him in martial arts so he could use, when he was meeting against other people with, with uh, stronger than him, he could be able to fight better. Um, tactician, that kind of stuff. Um, and they get, anyway, they get jumped by the White Martians. And, um, and Batman's flying in the Bat plane and Superman's flying alongside him and they're talking about it. And because um, the new because Kyle Rayner Green Lantern was new and he hadn't been trained by the Green Lantern Corps because they were all there. How Jordan killed everybody. And um, there's a couple other members that he's like, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. And and, and so, it, you know, and then Batman's explaining that, you know, anyway, they get jumped and Batman figures out what they were because they wouldn't enter the fire that would for Batman's body. And he's looking at them. He was unharmed. He was covered in wreckage, covered by the wreckage, but he's looking at them. And they said, um, they were like, let's check, let's get Batman. And, they, and, the, and the leader said, no, but can't risk the fire. Right. And so Batman knew exactly what they were. Um, and then you, and then, and then he goes to their headquarters and he's, and he surrounds them with lighter fluid and he tells them, I know what you are. And they're like, because, and then he lights, he lights a match and like, and cases them, a group of them in a circle of uh, fire, which as you, if you know anything about Martians, they, they freak out around fire because of what the, uh, the, uh, the leaders of the, the, guard, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Guardians, did to them um, prehistorically. Um, and so they're freaking out about the fire. And then um, Superman, they, they get Superman by, by making him think telepathically that they have a kryptonite nugget. And it, and it weakens him. And so he's freaking out and he's thinking he's dying. Um, from kryptonite poisoning, and then he's talking, he's he's thinking in his mind that he can hear the people on Earth screaming because the White Martians were revealing themselves as White Martians, and then he and then he realized I can hear them screaming, and then um, the leader of the White Martians was was talking to his people because Batman freed every all the other Justice League members, and he's like he's just a human. The other the other people have powers. How is he able to get you know get around everybody? And Superman says Batman is the most dangerous person on Earth. Superman said this. Batman is the most dangerous person on earth. Now, when I when I think about the Christ, the Christian Bale Batman, I think about um, Dark Knight Rises and how he needed the help of Selina Kyle to get to Bane. When in the comics, he had secret identities. He went undercover. He found stuff out. In the comics, Bane actually found Batman and caught him slipping, but he didn't he he didn't need. Catwoman's helped to get there. He already would have known. And and then the scene where him and Talia Al Ghul are, are um, but she's under, she's saying she's somebody else. She's in, she's in disguise as well. Are talking after they just you know made love, and he rubs her back, and she has the the League of Assassins tattoo on her, their League of Shadows tattoo tattoo on her. And the thing about it is, Batman would have known what that was if he had been a member of the League of Shadows. I mean, and that's a serious plot hole because the comics I read said Batman, you know, he he found stuff out. He was he was the world's greatest detective. Like he wouldn't have known what that was. Really? 
really. The Michael Keaton version didn't really need help. He just did what he did. Christian Bell came out during daylight, which means he's just a guy in a mask. And he, and, he, and he is. And he said he's a guy in a mask. You know, because he's telling um, the Robin character in Dark Knight Rises, if you're going to do it, wear a mask to protect the ones you love. Now, the Batman in the comics, no one knew if he was actually man or bat or what. They just know that people are going to get beat up when he shows up on the scene. And that he finds everybody. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I... I I love the Michael Keaton version. The actual, to be honest, the best physical Batman was uh, Val Kilmer, because Batman's supposed to be light, athletic, and almost like an, uh, and like almost like a ninja, slip and slip out type of stuff. And the best one to iterate that was the actual Batman was uh, Val Kilmer. The best overall actor to play Bruce Wayne Batman was Michael Keaton. The second was with the second as uh, Ben Affleck, as an old grizzled, kind of worn out Batman. Because um, the best visuals were definitely uh, Ben Affleck's. There's a there's a scene in um, like Ben Affleck's performance in Batman vs Superman was amazing. The movie was mistitled and it was they they went every they went every, Zack Snyder went everywhere with it, right? Um, it should have actually been Batman meets Superman. But the whole deal there was a scene in there in which in the beginning of the movie when um when the cops go to that abandoned house, abandoned warehouse, and they find those, um, those, all those women that were being trafficked in the basement. And they said, the demon is here. It's upstairs. Cause they're like, we're gonna get you out. And, and they, they close the, the, the girls close them, the door back in. They said, it's still here. It's upstairs. And then you hear somebody screaming and the, one cop goes up to look and he, and, and you see the one guy that's all beat up and he's branded. And, um, but what you don't, what the cop did not see was Batman in the corner, in the, in the corner of the ceiling. And he saw him out of the corner of his eye and he's, and he's firing, trying to shoot the Batman. That's Batman. Cause you, cause you, if he didn't want to be seen, you can't see the guy. He's sitting there in the, in the dark watching you the entire time, you know, and people that didn't know what he was thought he was a demon. Nobody knew who he was. Nobody knew what he was. They just know that when he showed up, somebody's getting beat up. The Christian Bale version, it's like everybody knew who that guy was. I mean, no, it, it, wasn't, it was like an open secret that he was Batman. Well, everybody outside of Gotham City knew, knew what he was, it seemed like. You know, the guy came out during the daylight and he had the whole bat voice. Like the Ben Affleck version, when he had the, um, the microphone in the bat suit and he was talking, you know, when he said the, when he said the line about... Um, he said a, a couple lines in Batman versus Superman, which I thought were actually kind of sick. He, it was when he asked Superman, he, he's like, do you bleed? <laughs> I can't really do the voice because micro, you know, it was microphone and it augmented his voice because, you know, otherwise you can't, you can tell who it is if you, if you hear the voice, but the voice said, do you bleed? And then the, the next one is when he's talking to Superman, when he's actually beating him up and he says, and he says, um, what did he say? He says, uh, you're not a god. You were never even a man. He says, men are brave. I said that out of order, but it was like, huh, that's kind of sick, you know? Um, but the whole idea is that with the visuals, he was 
the best Batman because there was that that one and the that the visual with him in the, with the um in the warehouse and the one at the end when he saves Martha Martha Kent when he when he jumps through the window that's a visual straight out of a comic with the with the um with the cape forming the bat wings and, and kind of breaking the fall visual straight out of the comic the Michael Keaton ones all those visuals were straight out of comics no. Michael Keaton was the preeminent Batman. Christian Bale, he was a rich guy in a suit. A, a militarized suit. Which kind of goes against everything Batman was. What do you think? Who do you think is the, the best the, the, the best Batman? You know, we also start talking about um, DC versus Marvel. You know, um, there are a lot of bad Marvel movies. There really are. Um, Iron Man two and three were bad. Three was bad because be, for the simple fact that they were they introduced a Mandarin and they had a British guy playing the Mandarin, and then it ended up being an actor. And the Mandarin is a Chinese villain, uh, is like the arch enemy of Iron Man. You know, and so they have to they have to re, they had to do this whole web series where the the real Mandarin got pissed and went looking for the actor and, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, huh, you kinda you kinda ruined it for me. And Iron Man two was just bad. They wasted Mickey Rourke. He was you know, Thor two was horrible. Um Natalie Portman just completely dialed that performance in and and you know, r rumor had it is cause she was mad that Patty Jenkins got fired. When um, if I was Patty Jenkins, I'd be glad I got fired from that, that dumpster fire of a movie. It was just bad all the way around. Um, and and Thor 2, Thor 3 was bad. Why? Because Thor 3 Ragnarok was bad because it was a Hulk storyline that they put Thor in. They, they, they wasted the Hulk in that storyline. They wasted that whole storyline of Planet Hulk. That could have been its own movie, Planet Hulk, with World War Hulk coming with him coming to Earth with the war bound and being angry about what happened to him on Planet Hulk and blaming um, Earth's heroes. That could have been almost as big as Avengers Infinity War and Endgame done properly. But they 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 went to bed with that one because they combined. You know the the Thor storyline because because if you watch Avengers two, Thor was supposed to be going and looking for the Infinity Stones, and that just didn't happen, which made his whole point in, in Avengers two silly, because he that was why he left was to go find the Infinity Stones. That was the reason he left. He left Earth was to find the Infinity Stones, because he he went to the he went to the the pond where they they the fate showed him the vision and and. And he had to figure out about the Infinity Stones because he because he realized he should have known about them, but he didn't. And then and then Odin dying, that's not even in the comics anywhere. And, and it doesn't say how and and not just that, but they completely nerfed the powers of, of Thor and the Hulk and Scarlet Witch for that matter. Scarlet Witch's powers are supposed to be so great that they're 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 her powers are her or her hex powers, which is um very distinct form of um, telekinesis, which is a uh, uh, probability probability altering telekinesis is what that is. And then because her powers are so strong that it ends up being re reality warping powers, reality warping powers. She can make an entirely new reality by just wanting it to happen. 
And they, so those are the three characters whose powers they nerfed. And they introduced Captain Marvel as the strongest Avenger, when in reality, she's not even top 10. Not even with the, the extra power boost that she gets, she's not top 10. The most powerful event, you take Thor and the Hulk out. Because Thor is, is a god. And Hulk is immortal and the, the angrier he gets, the stronger, more powerful, more dangerous he gets. So you take them two out. The strongest Avenger is the actual first female Captain Marvel, which was the black woman, Monica Rambeau. She is the most powerful Avenger. Then Scarlet Witch. Then Wonder Man. Then Cersei. Um, and, and that top, that's, if you want to be honest, that's six people that Captain Marvel can't beat. Wonder Man is supposed to be able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Hulk. Captain Marvel cannot go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Hulk. They amped her powers up to be nearly unbeatable, and she fought Thanos to a standstill, but they nerfed his powers as well because all he used was his superhuman strength and not anything else. He has telekinesis, teleportation, um, laser eye beams, the whole thing. He's, a, he's, an, he's an eternal. But they nerfed his powers as well. They also nerfed his reason for um, going after the Infinity Stones. Because in the comics, it's about love. He's in love with that, the physical personification of death. And you start thinking about that stuff. And you're like, huh. You know, I, I like what they did with Infinity War and, and Endgame. I thought that um, Thor and Captain America's endings were completely out of character. Because... Neither one Thor has been banished from Asgard, but he's never willingly left it because that's his home. Um, and Captain America wanted to be a soldier, so he wouldn't have. And 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 he and yes, living in the past was hard for him, but he got he got over it. And which makes him French kissing his um, his niece. <laughs> you know, and and not just that, but but going back into the past and taking over somebody else's life was. A complete dereliction of duty that he would have that he did, and he wouldn't have done that because because Peggy Carter stated in Civil War that Captain America had actually introduced her to her husband, and they had two kids. And I believe it was one of the Helling Commandos that she got married to, if I remember, if I remember correctly. But uh, but yeah, yeah yeah, it's all started with a conversation about the preeminent Batman. And then we got into how many bad Marvel movies there were. There's a there's a few. Like I didn't I, I didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy one or two. Because that wasn't the first team of the Guardians. That was the one of the more recent teams of the Guardians. And then and then in Guardians of the Galaxy two, they said Ego was was uh, Star Lord's father. Ego was not Star Lord's father, nor is Eagle a Celestial. Ego, the Living Planet, is a is a is a. Um, Elder of the universe. But he's not a celestial. The celestials are a distinct race of beings. They're the ones that experimented on man and made eternal deviants out of, out of mankind. And that's where you get mutants from. The mutants that look normal but have powers have the eternal gene. The mutants that look um, crazy, you know, like, like a horse or a, or a butterfly or whatever, um, they're, they have the deviant gene. And... and so, so the Eternals all look like they're basically um, Superman, but they can if they concentrate hard enough, they can make they can amplify a specific power set. Like Icarus amplifies his strength, 
so we can go toe to toe with the strongest of, of people. But they, the, the the thing is, they can't leave the the solar system. They're on um, Saturn's moon Titan, and that's where Thanos was born. But he's he's an uh, an eternal born with a deviant gene, which makes him a mutant eternal, which made him like four times stronger than any eternal. So yes, they completely nerfed his powers. But yeah, um, uh, Marvel has some has some stinkers. the 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 deal is that um, the consensus that, that me and Dante came up with was that the reason why it seems that Marvel is beating DC is because Marvel has just many more movies. DC has in their DC their um, DC um, extended universe. They have. They have uh, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Man of Steel, Justice League, and Suicide Squad. Um, when in, and Wonder Woman's the best out of the group, followed followed by uh, Man of Steel. Um, and Justice League was just a horrible movie. It was a, that was a dumpster fire. And people are clamoring for the Zack Snyder edition because that's a more complete movie. And I'd like to see that version. Um, because it was probably because it didn't lack the two different directions they were going. Because the the issue with DC and Marvel is Marvel was the Avengers is what Marvel is jokey fun. They have some serious content, but it's done in a fun kind of manner. DC is a lot more serious. Their their events are their events break people. You know their their events um, you know happen and people aren't the same afterwards. You know. Um, and it's 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 a lot darker than Marvel is, and so that's why I loved the tone of the of the Zack Snyder vision of, of DC. I just didn't like the where his some of his movies were going, like Batman versus Superman was a muddled mess. It it really was. They introduced Doomsday way too soon. They could have milked Superman for two three movies, and the third movie have Doomsday come in and him fight Doomsday to a standstill, and they and they, they kill each other. Then you find out that Superman can't really die with the sun's yellow, you know. Um, and and if you want to get, go into the Marvel universe, and you have the Fox movies, which have just been atrocious. The, their best ones have been the the two Deadpool movies and Old Man Logan and Logan, which was an abridged version of Old Man Logan, because the person that he was riding around with in the actual comics was uh, Hawkeye, not Professor X. Um, but yeah. Uh, the X-Men movies have been... I mean, because you look back on the first X-Men movie, I liked it for what it was because it was the first movie of its kind. You know, but they they nerfed... They nerfed... Well, one, Wolverine is supposed to be five foot one, not six four. He's supposed to be a martial arts expert, you know, having lived for 150 years, the master of several different martial arts. Not a brawler. They didn't, they didn't put his senses really into it. Um, his his senses are supposed to be so sharp that he can see in n near total darkness. That he can hear, you know, I mean, from for blocks around. You know, that's why he goes to the forest because it's not noisy out there. You know, and and they but they they nerfed all that stuff. They nerfed Jean Grey's powers, and then they jumped the gun with the Phoenix, and then they just did it badly. They didn't need another bad guy. With the Phoenix. And matter of fact, why is Magneto the bad guy in every single um, X-Men movie? He, by all rights, he should have been the first one, but there should have been an escalation of villains. Right? Magneto's the first X-Men villain. Fair enough. Then they go to 
the Hellfire Club working for Mr. Sinister, and they don't realize they're working for Mr. Sinister. Um, and then he kills a he, he kills a bunch of people, right? And then um, he kills some members of the Hellfire Club. The rest get away, and he kills a couple of the X Men, or you think he does. Then you you beat Sinister barely, and you realize he has a boss that's infinitely more powerful than he is. And then you gear up, you get all the all the X Men together, and you go after Apocalypse. And Apocalypse has his Dark Riders and his four Horsemen, and 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 um. A battle for the ages and then you realize that maybe one or two of the four horsemen are actually x-men members that have been brainwashed that's why the the x-men apocalypse movie was so bad because apocalypse didn't ask people to be horsemen he just took you brainwashed you and forced you into his into his his service gambit's never been the same since he was a, a horseman of apocalypse and he did it willingly because he was trying to keep an eye on the things that were going on and it messed him up Wolverine really hasn't been the same. The Hulk hasn't been the same. Um, many, you know, Caliban hasn't been the same because he messed because he messed with them so bad. You know, the um, Angel, you know, Archangel uh, Warren Worthington the Third has never been the same. You know, because he because he he messed with his mind so bad that he's never been the same. And that's why that movie was such was so bad is because is because. Uh, they didn't do apocalypse right. They he walks around normally at ten feet tall, right? And he's so powerful, even Professor X can't can't break his mind. So you look at all this kind of stuff. He's he he's beat up the Hulk before. You know, you look at all this stuff and and look at that movie. You're like, wow, they just completely messed this up. Oscar Isaac was the wrong person to play Apocalypse. The wrong one. Apocalypse is an African, born. In like two thousand years um, BC, and he's been around since then, and 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 with Marvel and every eventual reality, that guy ends up ruling. So so their escalation should have villain should have been Magneto. It should have been the same thing that Marvel did with um with Thanos, except or, except it shouldn't have been twenty two movies. It should have been like five movies, and then the last the last the second in the second um trilogy. They beat him, but they they realized they de they didn't really beat him. He just kind of went away. He just left. You know, to, to come back another time. You know, that's what they should have done, because there's there's a plethora of X Men villains they could have used. The Phalanx, you know, the, the Hellfire Club, you know, um, the Shi'ar Empire, you know, the um the the Imperial Guard of the Shi'ar Empire. You know, the, um, the, the people that live on the moon, I forgot, I forgot what they were. Um, they made a that horrible TV show based on them, but yeah, they could have, they could have done a, pl a plethora of, of X-Men villains. They just chose not to. And that, that kind of ruined the franchise because they had Magneto as the ultimate bad guy every single time when he compared to Apocalypse, Magneto's nothing. Compared to the Shi'ar Empire, Magneto's nothing. Compared to the Hellfire Club, Magneto's nothing. Compared to Apocalypse, compared to Mr. Sinister, Magneto just doesn't compare. Especially after you nerf his powers. Um, Wolverine didn't be in, did not need to be in every single movie. Again, the X-Men rotation changes every five or six issues. There's new members leave, old members come, or, you know, come back and stuff like that.
you know, uh, Avengers, same thing. The rotation changes. And I'm personally, I'm glad that Marvel has the X-Men and Fantastic Four back because, um, and they've already stated that they're recasting everyone except Deadpool, which I like, I agree with. Because the current iteration of the X-Men is horrible. They they said they're they're letting this X, the X-Men Dark Phoenix ride. The New Mutants movie is getting shelved because they did that one completely wrong. Um, that's being released on the streaming service. Um, they're letting Dark Phoenix ride. That's the people that are X-Men now. That's it. And they're recasting everybody. And I, I can't, I can't, I, I'm extremely happy about that because um, Sophie Turner is not... Jean Grey. I don't think she's that good an actress, personally. Um, I don't like the current roster of X-Men. I don't like how they make the way Beast look. Henry McCoy, Beast looks. You know, um, Jennifer Lawrence is not Mystique. Mystique was never a true hero. She she was always doing it for a specific person purpose. And um, and it was her purpose in mind. And only and no one knew what exactly she wanted. They had to, they had to retcon the comic books to to match with um the movies they said that, that, that her and professor x were married you know 30 years prior and all that crap and i'm like no no they weren't and that's fine in the comics mystique is nightcrawler's mother and rogue's step or foster mother but they did not hint at that in the movie at all and that had already been out in, for years they didn't hit that in, in either x-men movie why it would add a completely different dynamic to what was going on. I'm, I'm, and um, Kevin Feige said that they're, they're, the Dark Phoenix is coming out, and they're sitting on the X Men for a couple of years to divorce themselves from what Fox did. And I can't be thankful enough. I can't wait till their iteration of the X Men come out because I like what they've been doing with because. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is more of a, it's a mix of mainstream and Ultimates universe because the Nick Fury's, the Samuel Jackson Nick Fury is the Ultimates Nick Fury. But in the in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, he's the son of the original Nick Fury, they say, because the original Nick Fury fought with Captain America. Originally, the original Captain America. I mean, back in the day, Captain America. During World War II. And they're saying that, that that Samuel L. Jackson character is his son. He's Nick Fury Jr. And I, I get that. I like it. But, you know, um, like, I, I don't I, I don't think Thor should have made Stormbreaker. I think they could have they could have hinted at that at Ragnarok. They remake Mjolnir um, after. Why do they make Hela his, his half sister? He's her uncle. Hela is Loki's daughter. He's her uncle. So I did not agree with Thor Ragnarok at all. They just mix, they just muddled that mess up. The same thing with, like I said, the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. What are your thoughts? Who is the preeminent Batman? What are your, what are your Marvel movies? Marvel movies that have been the worst? Because mine are Iron Man two and three, Thor two and three, both Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um. Captain Marvel should have been way better than it was. Um, for for them, the talk about it being um, 
It should have been better than Wonder Woman, and it was not by far, but, I don't, but not by a damn sight. I watch Wonder Woman any day over Captain Marvel. Any day. Because um, they didn't even do the history right, but whatever. Um, you know, and I didn't... I saw the Ant Man and the Wasp with a friend of mine, and it, it was it was a cute movie, but it was it was it worthy of being? Um, you know, uh, it, it's a middling, lower mid tier Marvel movie. I couldn't see, I couldn't watch the Ant Man because Paul Rudd annoys the heck out of me. Because in my opinion, he acts the same in every movie that he's in, and I I just can't I can't watch actors like that. Um, yeah. And DC movies, most of them are bad. <laughs> most of them are bad. The first two Batman movies were good. Uh, the Michael Keaton ones. Um, the original um, Superman, the movie, and Superman 2, the director's cut, were great. The rest of them, with the exception of Man of Steel, were horrible. I loved Man of Steel. People were, people were mad and saying that Superman doesn't kill. And I'm like, which comics do you read? Because originally he killed General Zod and Ursa. Or Kaora Fael, whatever her name is. Originally, he killed them with kryptonite. So, what are your movies? What are your What are your thoughts? Let me know. This has been Blurred with Douglas Austin III.